Each encounter with another human being carries the possibility of changing how we experience the world. In each encounter with another soul, we can be struck by beauty, changed by the heartbreak of another person's struggle, or we can become hardened, wounded, drawn into judgment and criticism, unable to apprehend that despite how they present themselves, the person in front of us embodies one of God's ten thousand faces. I gathered with a group of friends at our favorite pub to listen to David talk about his experience at a week-long contemplative retreat. The silence was healing. The prayer was rich and meaningful. The spiritual directors were wise and caring. There was only one problem. What was that? The idiots. We looked confused. Two idiots, to be exact. Married idiots. Every time we were led in a guided meditation, this woman would start dancing in the middle of the circle in front of everyone with this big smile on her face. It was so damn distracting. And then we'd be sitting in silent prayer, and her husband would start making these little chuckles and mmms as if he was having this really intimate conversation with God. Sometimes I had to leave the room in the middle of prayer because I could feel I was going to choke the guy and start yelling, Okay, Chuckles, let's hear you laugh now. We spent the rest of the evening complaining about various annoying people we'd encountered in church and ministry, each of us telling stories of difficult people who'd driven us nuts. One friend who had recently quit the ministry confessed, I couldn't stand the people. I loved worship. I love God. It was the people I couldn't stand. Why are there so many annoying people in church? It's like a gathering place for all those needy for attention. I couldn't take it. We nodded our heads knowingly when Jeremy offered, But aren't they also saints? We looked at each other, lips greased from burgers, cheeks reddened by organ ale and the late hour. No one responded. We were pastors, youth workers, teachers, professional Christians. Yet the poverty of our own lives was obvious. Certainly none of us were holy. The truth was, we more closely resembled the very idiots we had been complaining about all evening. We gazed awkwardly at the table. Then Laura saved us. I met a man, a Franciscan. It was a one-day conference on nonviolence. I was up in the front pew. Next to me was this pretentious woman who sat with her spine straight, legs crossed in some yoga contortion. She had this very serene look on her face. Too serene. She held some kind of prayer beads, and when she saw me, she gave me this little bow and smiled with this sweet, peaceful smile, the kind that makes you want to empty your bowels in public. The two presenters were former military men, and just before the conference began, these two guys were razzing each other. One was ex-Navy, the other Army. They were making jokes, Army versus Navy jokes. One would say, can you hand me those notebooks? And the other would say, you Navy guys, always expecting someone else to do your bidding. They'd laugh, and then the Navy guy would make some equally cutting comment. It was clear these guys were friends, but the woman next to me was getting visually agitated. She'd frown at the men, then close her eyes and exhale loudly. She was trying to do everything you expect a holy person to do, you know, 
act peaceful, serene, and unfazed by it all. The two presenters called everyone to attention and began the workshop when the woman next to me raised her hand. She stood and confronted the presenters. She told them she overheard their conversation and was so disturbed and appalled by the way they joked about the military that she was considering leaving the conference. She started lecturing the presenters in a loud voice so that the whole room wouldn't miss a word. Don't you understand the violence the U.S. military is engaged in? She went on and on while these two poor guys just stood there looking awkward and embarrassed. Two guys, by the way, who'd seen military combat. Two committed Christians who'd spent many months in prison for nonviolent protests against U.S. involvement in Iraq. And yet this woman, heavily made up and sporting an expensive-looking yoga outfit, lectured them about what's appropriate. She finished her tirade.